everybody, welcome to Sports Central on a Thursday evening. Neil Duncan here alongside Josh Hicks and Rebecca Messino. And we actually also have a celebrity uh, <laughs> producer today. Not that Eric Clark is not a celebrity producer, but uh, Lynn Erickson from Polk County Live in the studio with us. Hello. How are you? That's that voice that everybody across Polk County <laughs> loves to hear every Every weekday. Monday from, through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. That's right, right here on the station. That is correct. What, what, why are we so honored to have you, Mr. Erickson, in the um, studio with us? Just, you know, sometimes it bees that way. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> this first segment of Sports Central brought to us by Party Reynolds, good partner of Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing. And I know, Josh, uh, you were on a few weeks ago with Chris Keprios, mm-hmm. um, but uh, gone from Sports marketing, tourism, sports marketing for a couple of years, but uh, previous to that, 10 years with us. So uh, coming in here to the studio, I know coming up the stairs, you're like, oh, it's been a while since I've been up this stairway. Um, settling yeah. in pretty well? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good time coming back. A little, little bit of deja vu, a little bit of new, and uh, it's been uh, very enjoyable. Definitely well, not a stranger to this uh, this progress. Very narrow staircase, sixteen steps. By the way. <laughs> wow! Very narrow, very steep. It's very specific. <laughs> he counts it every morning. And Becky, you've been uh, with sports marketing for a while now, and uh, been doing the radio show. But uh, it's good to have a big crew like this. Uh, later in the show, we're going to talk to uh, Zach Burek from the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Uh, of course, as their season gets started, uh, then we're going to talk about the City Fest and Wake Fest this weekend at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park in Auburndale. But uh, I know the two of you both have been working on the Polk County All Sports Awards, which is coming up uh, on Tuesday, June 13th at the RP Funding Center. Um, you know, this is your first time, uh, Becky, working on it, and Josh, of course, uh, for many years working on the, the project. Uh, there's never a lack of worthy uh, nominees or a, a recipients of those awards, and I, I know you guys are getting your, your hands dirty in that. Uh, how's it going so far? I think it's going great. You know, it never never ceases to amaze me how many um, extremely talented athletes that come out of Polk County, and and seeing some of the the past athletes that that have been, that have come through here, and, and in the future stars as well. Well, this weekend at the RP Funding Center, in addition to the event I was talking about, uh, City Fest and Wake Fest, uh, we're going to have the FHSA State Weightlifting Finals going on over there. Of course, want to thank Tony Camarillo and the entire staff at RP Funding Center, the FHSA, but also want to thank Dan Talbot from Polk County Public Certainly. Schools, uh, not only helping to recruit that event here, uh, but really a lot of, <laughs> pun intended, heavy lifting uh, to uh, <laughs> to make that event go. Uh, this is the Boys High School State Championships. We've already hosted Boys and girls uh, basketball, the girls weightlifting state championships at RP, and then we also already have hosted the volleyball state championships over at Polk State College. Uh, but right now, this week, Dan's also got his hands in this uh, the uh, Polk County uh, High School Baseball Tournament over there at Lake Myrtle. Yeah, Lakeland High School Baseball they uh, had a victory two to one over Lake Wales on Monday night to kick off the first day of the 2023 Polk County Baseball Championship at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. Uh, Lakeland and Lake Wales are playing in the Andrew McCutcheon. Yep. Wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) You can tell she's not from here. So one of the legends of uh, one of the it's okay. It's all right. One of the legends of Polk County. uh, He played at Fort Meade High School, uh, but uh, unbelievable player. So that's why uh, that bracket is the Andrew McCutcheon bracket. Yeah, so that division. That. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Along with Winterhaven, Auburndale, Lakeland Christian, and McKeel. What's the uh, go to lacrosse? Uh, playoffs have started for uh, 
lacrosse as well. Yep, Lakeland boys lacrosse, number two seed, dominated the number seven seed, Bloomingdale, uh, 13 to one on Monday night Ooh. at Lakeland High School, advancing to the semifinals to face Newsom. That's a brutal score. <laughs> That's uh, that's getting it done. Well, you're a big lacrosse fan, right? Yeah. So, Lynn, I don't know if you know school. this about Becky. I don't Becky. know a lot about lacrosse. Yeah. So, Becky graduated from Florida Southern, <laughs> and she is a she's probably the biggest lacrosse fan there is for the mocks over there at Florida Southern. Number one fan. Number one fan. Well, what did they do? Didn't they do something recently? Uh, yeah, but it's sad. <laughs> oh, okay. We're only okay, Lynn. Apparently, we're only reporting the news when it's, no, it's something she likes. So we can talk about the Rays, but not the Lightning. <laughs> oh, right. It's on Ouch. here. They played Tampa on Saturday. It was. Uh, it started off as a pretty good game um, for the Mocs, but uh, they did lose eight to seventeen. Um, Matt Flamenspeck, he was the lead scorer of the day for us, um, and Lakeland High School actually came out and watched the game. So. The lacrosse team. Way to pivot to something positive. Thank you. Uh, But, yeah, they are playing Florida Tech this Saturday. It's their senior day, so last home game. They're going to honor the seniors and the graduate students. That's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Is that high scoring for lacrosse, 17-day? Kind of. Are the mocks, the highest score that they've ever gotten was like 28 points. Mm. I I don't know what like average is. I mean, I don't know how many times normally it's it scores. Is it more like soccer? I think it's dependent upon. Well, much like soccer, the higher level you go, the lower score there's going to be. Okay. And I think this is probably uh, the equivalent of that. I'd say the teens and the twenties is really as high as it goes. Mm. So. And I learned something new. Yeah. Oh, that? I yeah. there was something else. Oh, no, no, just that. <laughs> okay. lacrosse. I was waiting for something very profound. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What's the difference between lacrosse and field hockey? Um, the ball is not on the floor. <laughs> I believe that's called the ground. The ground. Yeah. Okay. But, but it can outside, be. Right? So it can be, it but can it's hit not the ground, but it's it's more they're advancing it running with the ball in, in their little net. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Epic. A stick. Wicket. I, I don't know what it's called. It's called a wicket. It's called a stick. Are we talking about croquet yeah. now? What, what, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wicket is what you hit the ball through in croquet, no, I right? Know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking. I mean, again, I learned something else. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this show is full of useless information, right? Listen, Sports sure. Central every Thursday from five to six, <laughs> right here back the way to the day. on Talk Radio ninety six point seven. Only well, when Len, I'm on. you brought up the the Rays. Unbelievable mm. start to the season. Mm. Absolutely. Unbelievable it, it, it's start. Cr- it's really crazy that. Uh, I, I mean, I know as of uh, yesterday morning that the Rays were leading the league in home runs. Right. Like 29 home runs in 11 games, um, which is the Dodgers are second with 21. but uh, And their score differential is gigantic, uh, I guess helped by the fact that they beat the A's 11 to nothing twice. Um, but the A's are another story altogether. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that that 11-0 start, and yeah. then, of course, uh, now that they've uh, played that four-game series against Boston, they head to Well, Toronto. the fourth game, I think, is tonight, or is it today? No, it was earlier today. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, was one, it was a day game. One ten, one ten pitch uh, so they could do the travel thing, mm-hmm. uh, but they head to Toronto for a three-game series, and then Cincinnati for a three-game series be- before returning back to the TROP. Uh, Friday, April 21st, they get three against the Chicago White Sox, then three against Houston. Another random factoid, mm. if you guys needed another one, um, you know, 
the Rays have become the first Major League Baseball team since 1987 mm-hmm. um, when the Milwaukee Brewers to open the season with 10 wins. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What year were you born? 2000. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I, I mean, I was born in 87. Well, so. you talk about, I don't remember, I don't know what it is now, but, but a couple of days ago, Lynn, like you were talking about, um, I'm pulling from the uh, the memory when I'm on your show on Tuesday mornings from yeah. 7 to 8 a.m. We do yeah. Sports Central then. Sure. There was something like 63-run differential right. for the Rays. And as you look back over the Rays. And that was like two games before, or actually four games before where they are now. So Yeah, it's, it's crazy because you, you look at the schedule, and historically the pitching has been really good, not necessarily producing runs. Mm. Now they're not only producing runs, the pitching's still good. Mm. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. It's a long season. Um, you know, you got Toronto, New York, Baltimore, Red Sox, obviously in the American League East. Um, but uh, it's a long season, 162 games. Mm. There's a reason for that length of season. One is to pay those really high salaries. <laughs> uh, you need to have fans in there yeah. uh, bringing in revenue. Sure. Uh, but also, uh, it can be very streaky. Mm. You, know, you can have certain times. So let's hope that they stay away from a, you know, a, Oh, an eleven streak or something like <laughs> right, that. Right, right. <coughs> Lightning, but uh, um, well, they're not. They haven't done that. They haven't done it. But what? What is it like? They've won three out of mm. the last ten or eleven games. Well, they play. Uh, they play Detroit tonight. It's their their final regular season game. The Red Wings. So I just want free Chick Fil A. <laughs> okay, so Lynn, something you'll learn about Becky. Um, when we were doing NFL picks on this show, um, she picked the NFL playoff teams by how cute the quarterback was. I was right for a really long time, too. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> and then uh, what was the other thing? Oh, she, she went with Brooks Kepka in the Masters uh, yeah, because cute. she thought he was cute. And um, he let me down. It didn't quite work out for you. It did he, not. He uh, crumbled under the pressure. He did. He did. I, I had it on, on Easter, and mm. I was just. Sitting in the corner, really mad. Let me ask you that, Lynn. Are you a are you a pro golf fan? I'm not a bist. I'm not a golf fan. So the whole conversation over the weekend was, you know, the PGA guys versus the was it LIV, LIV or whatever, yeah. and and it's almost like, and I don't care, right? But I found myself going, I'm okay if Brooks Kepka loses because he went to LIV. Mm. What do I care? It right. doesn't matter. It was just good golf. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna go ahead and head to our first break. When we come back, we're gonna talk to Zach Burek. From the Lakeland Flying Tackers. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to Sports Central right here on Talk Radio Welcome back to Sports Central here on Thursday evening on Talk Radio 96.7. Got Josh Hicks, got Rebecca Messina. Lynn Erickson's even in the studio with us. Hello. Glad to have him. Joining us now, uh, no stranger to this program. Uh, Becky, I didn't know, I don't think you know that our next guest actually used to host this program. No, I've, I've never met him. It's your excitement that really raises the level <laughs> here at Sports Central. So on that note, uh, the general manager of the Lakeland Flying Tigers, Zach Purick. Uh, welcome back to Sports Central, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, uh, it just means that I'm old, right? So um, I didn't yeah, say how long ago. Like, yeah, yeah, I was probably in like grade school. She's like, no, I don't remember that old guy being on here. So what, 
when you she was born in 2000. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. <laughs> no, pre- appreciate, appreciate you guys uh, having me on. We're off and running with the uh, Flying Tiger season, which is crazy to think is just coming off of spring training. I was going to say, it, it seems like spring training, like pitchers and catchers just reported. And let's talk about that for just a minute. Um, almost 90 years now, uh, as we look at next year, what is it, 87, I think? Next year's 88? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, you know, just like it feels like, you know, with, with the partnership with, you know, Visit Central Florida and Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing, we just had the Tiger Barbecue and the golf tournament, right? And mm-hmm. opening day and everyone's here and um, come and gone, right? And we're, you know, two weeks into the regular season of, of Major League Baseball. Um, but it was it was great, you know, kind of, uh, I think, our first real sense of a normal uh, spring training, right, since 2019. Right. Um, so over 100,000 fans, you know, back at Publix Field, at Joker Marchant Stadium, uh, great, you know, the great Chamber of Commerce and Visit Central Florida weather, right? So um, <laughs> it was exciting. And, and, and hopefully now with, you know, being past, you know, some of the COVID stuff and the MLB lockout from last year that, you know, even planning for 2024, will be bigger and better um, now that we're, again, kind of back to that pre-2020, you know, 2020, you know, level of, of fans here. You know, great, great weather. Um, and uh, it, it seems like um, you said over 100,000 and, and some great coverage in the ledger, which, by the, by the way, is the, the sponsor of this segment. But uh, um, unbelievable fan support coming out of Michigan. Uh, you know, year in and year out, and and there's a direct correlation between the Tigers and the amount of uh, folks, the Michiganders, mm-hmm. that have relocated this this area. And then that, correct me if I'm wrong, that ends up building a, a fan base for the Flying Tigers, correct? Yeah, absolutely, right. So there a lot of the, you know, a, a lot of the snowbirds, right? I think, you know, it starts as like the vacationers, right? They, the, they start off coming down here, um, you know, a nice getaway from, from being up north, right? And then I think those vacationers transition to like snowbirds, right? And then, you know, some of those snowbirds just transition to full-time residents. And we have a lot of them, as you mentioned, right, as part of our Flying Tigers fan base and also as our staff, right? As we, as we staff spring training and then our Flying Tigers are ushers and concession workers, they're all uh, a lot of retired Michiganders, right, that are down here and live in these retirement communities and, and are active, right? So they're, they're, they're hanging in, playing during the daytime. And then at night, you know, this is like their kind of their part-time gig that they get to come and enjoy the atmosphere of working for a minor league and professional baseball team. So I, I believe that the, the weather, I don't know that there was any rain situations uh, that I'm aware of during spring training. So is it, in fact, the Lakeland Flying Tigers that bring rain to the Central Florida area? Uh, because I, I know you had your opening night on Tuesday, but then later, you know, Wednesday, we started getting some rain. It, it feels like it hasn't rained in about two or three months. Um, battling the summer rain is, is somewhat of an issue for the Flying Tigers, correct? It is, and it's something we're used to. And so if nothing can uh, stop the drought talk than a Flying Tigers homestand. So we can, if, if you know, if, if you ever want to get rid of some county burn bans or anything, just um, just look at the calendar. And usually I think our home games are in orange. Um, but, no, you're right. You're right, Neil. And I think uh, it, it's all part of the, you know, uh, that minor league personality and, and our, our DNA of, of, of changing and adapting and pivoting and having plans A through F, right, where, you know, the weather is always, you know, I think for our 66 home games, 
last year and probably on average, you know, more than half of those are impacted by weather, whether that's, you know, raining during the daytime and we're covering the field to protect it for the night or, you know, starting a little bit later, having, you know, delays during the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's something we, we always have in the back of our minds. And so whatever fun we've got going on or whatever on-field pregame, postgame, whether it's fireworks or giveaway or community partners that are out here, um, like Heartland for Children was here on opening night, right? So we always have that and we always have what, what that backup plan may look like if we do get inclement weather. And, and hopefully now, you know, it's certainly, you know, with, with your support, um, with um, uh, the TDC, right, and, and Publix and the city of Lakeland and the state of Florida with the renovations with Publix Field, you know, going back to 2017, we added more covering, right, to protect us from the elements. We added two enclosed club areas, right, to protect us. We have a, a covered pavilion in the Pepsi area, right? So we, we have a little bit more of fan amenities to be able to protect us from the weather than we did before. And then, of course, the state-of-the-art video board that we can have, you know, highlight reels and live game feeds and bloopers and things that we can entertain fans while we're in a delay or rain that, again, five years ago, um, we didn't, didn't exist for us. I think that's a great point, the, the fact that just because it may rain that day or, or maybe you think around first pitch it's going to rain doesn't mean that the game's not going to happen. Uh, so check with the website, check with the, the social media. Um, there's still an opportunity for you to go to, well, it's less than 66 games, but, um, um, you know, 60-plus games that are that are upcoming. Talk about some of the special promotions that you do at the games um, and, and what's coming up. Because minor league baseball, and I don't know how long, I think this has been post-COVID, went to six-game home series, and um, there's an opportunity to so when they're it's not like they're here for three games and then gone. There's there's an opportunity for you to see multiple games within a home series. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to go to the ballpark back to back. One one hundred percent right. And and hopefully for us, um, it's a it's a diverse mix of of what we're doing during the week. Um, you know, um, with you know providing affordable family fun and value throughout the week, right? Um, um, whether it's you know um, playing bingo on 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 Tuesday nights with you know more geared with our our seniors and our Silver Sluggers Club and um, Publix is tied in with with Tuesday nights. You know, providing um, that value with food on an all-you-can-eat Wednesday, which we just had last night, right? And then, you know, providing uh, discounted beverages, so half off our our adult beverages on on Thursday nights, and then really focus on on the family aspect on the weekend. So, um, giveaway nights on Fridays, and we've got three or four T-shirts earmarked, including this coming Friday. So we'll have a special Flying Tigers design T-shirt that we'll give away to the first 300 fans that come into the ballpark on Friday night. And then, you know, Saturday being fireworks night. So on, on five Saturdays throughout uh, uh, the season, we'll have uh, fireworks. And then obviously our, our, it culminates with our big 4th of July uh, uh, show on Independence Day. And then Sunday with our brunch in the 34 Club has become one of our popular uh, dates during the week um, um, for, you know, be able to catch baseball in the club and have a, uh, an extensive brunch menu. Um, and then, you know, kids run the bases on Sunday. So providing those, you know, weekly specials and provide value and, and drive, you know, try to hit some different demos with that. And then throughout the year, mixing in some fun theme nights and uh, tying in with uh, community partners. Like I mentioned, you know, we had Heartland for Children and promoting pinwheels in the park um, on Tuesday night. And then obviously having military appreciation night and things we're doing with, you know, healthcare and professionals and law enforcement. So those things um, will all take place all during the year. And the best way you mentioned earlier, you know, following us on our social media uh, channels and then our website with um, our promotional calendar. 
Um, and we're still building our fun. You know, we'll have Bark in the Park nights and um, um, really just, you know, jerseys, uh, special jerseys that the players will wear that will auction off to uh, charities, um, you know, throughout Polk County in the Central Florida area. So exciting stuff, excited to get going. And, um, again, all the information on our social channels, um, very active on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and then also, again, on our website. Hey, Zach, it's Josh here. I, I just wanted to speak to, you know, the half-price beer that you got going on tonight. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, and I know the kids are excited about running the bases on Sunday. Um, you know, the MLB has done a lot of a lot of new rule changes, and you know, they got the pitch clock. Can, can you speak to that and how um, it's kind of changed the, the experience, if you will? Yeah, 100%. So, so to, you know, to take a step back, right, we were, we were kind of the guinea pigs at uh, – uh, the crash test dummy, so to speak, last year with a lot of these experimental rules for Major League Baseball that you see right now, right? The pitch clock, uh, the larger bases, uh, the anti-shift. So really there's like three buckets MLB was looking to um, improve upon, right? So um, increase the, the, the pace of play, right? You know, what's the best version of the game of baseball? And, and, and to, to attract a younger and different demographic, right? You know, um, we, we, people want to see action, right? So to speed the game up with the, with the uh, addition of the pitch clock, we saw it last year across minor league baseball that it, it decreased the game time by about 26 minutes. Right. They added it during spring training this year, and it was about the same exact time frame of 26 minutes. And then I think we've seen that at the start of the regular season, right? And then the other part with, you know, you, you also want offense, right? You, did, you just don't want a quick game and, you know, every game's two to one, three to two. And I think what we saw at our level last year by having no shifting and um, uh, the um, – uh, the, the pace of play, right? So you still had runs scored and stolen base opportunities. So you're able to have those types of things. So we've seen some like nine, seven games that were still within two and a half hours, which I think MLB wants. And then certainly some player safety issues as well with some of the rule changes. Well, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, we have to head to break, but uh, flying time. everybody welcome back to sports central here on talk radio 96.7 i want to say thank you to zach burick general manager of the lakeland flying tigers for joining us a little bit earlier we had a little bit of a hard cut off there on the break but uh, certainly have zach back uh, in the future this segment brought to us by frescoes a great partner of tourism sports marketing speaking of great partners uh, usa water ski and wake uh, sports Tremendous partners of, of Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing. Uh, of course, we partnered this past fall uh, with the Showski Worlds there in Lake Silver uh, in Winter Haven. And joining us now for our next segment, um, joining Josh, Becky, Lynn, and myself, now Chris Zukas from uh, USA Water Ski, the Director of Marketing. And uh, Chris, welcome to Sports Central. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely, I got a little, a little ahead, of, uh, a little forward of my skis, as you guys would say, right? Um, I, <laughs> I want to make sure that uh, I uh, introduce Becky and Josh and, and Lynn because they're a great part of the the program. But I was so excited to talk about uh, water skiing. This will, uh, this weekend will be the first event at the new Championship Ski League, Ski Lake at Lake Myrtle Sports Park, and uh, I know we've been excited to put this together. Originally, it was supposed to happen in October, uh, but for a few reasons and, and some delays, we, we pushed it back. Want to make sure we got it right, uh, but uh, you travel the country putting on water ski events, and uh, uh, again, welcome to Sports Central, and just tell us about uh, kind of what's going on with USA Water Ski right now. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we're, we're thrilled to be coming down uh, to Polk County in partnering with the City of Auburndale as part of their City Fest this weekend. 
Um, this really is an opportunity to elevate our sport, come to a community that has supported uh, wakeboard and water skiing uh, extensively. And the Wake Sports Festival is an opportunity to bring together wakeboarders from around the country uh, to compete uh, in, in three different um, kind of events here. So uh, the first event uh, really is going to be an opportunity to uh, compete, to represent the national team, which will compete internationally at different uh, wakeboard events throughout the year uh, of 2023. Um, and then we also are elevating some of our other disciplines, including hydrofoil, adaptive, show ski, three-event trick ski, barefoot, uh, is part of the uh, exhibition event that'll take place at noon on Saturday. And then finally, um, we have our Pan Am trial. So um, we are really, really excited to have an opportunity to have a competitive event with some of the best wakeboarders in the world uh, to compete for the top male and top female spot uh, in the United States to go represent um, Team USA uh, in Santiago, Chile later this year at the Pan Am Games. Quick question, completely side note. Uh, do you need somebody from Polk County to represent Polk County at those uh, <laughs> at those games in <laughs> Chile? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Let's asking for a friend. <laughs> well, Absolutely. It, no, it would be great. But, as a, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No. No, it's a really great opportunity. So uh, for those that aren't aware of what the Pan Am Games are, um, they happen every four years, similar to the Olympic schedule, but they always happen in the year prior to the Olympics. Uh, so it's a, a huge event for the Western Hemisphere uh, to kind of pull together uh, the, you know, North America, South American countries in a number of sports and host a competitive event, uh, again, very much kind of Olympic style. Uh, and, and wakeboard is one of the uh, USA sports uh, that does represent um, at the at the Pan Am Games. Of course, we're talking about the Wake Fest, and it's uh, going to be in conjunction with the City of Auburndale's City Fest. Uh, all this taking place on Saturday, April 15th. Uh, really from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. is when City Fest is going to be going on. They're going to have multiple bands playing throughout the day, uh, highlighted by Sister Hazel beyond hand there at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park. Uh, but on Saturday, the competition portion on the lake will be kicking off around 10 a.m. until completion, correct? That's correct, yes. Um, we have about 40 athletes that are uh, going to be competing that day at, at uh, the Champions Lake right there uh, at the Lake Myrtle um, kind of sports complex uh, in conjunction with the City Fest going on. So we definitely encourage anyone who's interested uh, in, in coming to check out what the sport is all about, whether you know, you're uh, an enthusiast already or somebody who just wants to kind of see what we're all about. It's going to be a great event uh, with vibrant activity, some great competitors, really from the age of uh, eight years old, all the way up to some that are over 40. Uh, so we're going to kind of run the gamut in terms of uh, of athletes uh, and really kind of bringing together the um, the present as well as the future of the sport of wakeboard. Well, hold on, Chris. Uh, be careful with that over 40 comment, okay? So some of us in the room uh, take exception to that, right, Lynn? But... Um... <laughs> But I think it's important you don't know me. <laughs> as you talk about the sport itself, uh, obviously uh, USA Water Ski being the national governing body uh, for the sport, uh, located right here with the headquarters there at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park. Um, 
and then now the new competition lake. But uh, for a long time, Polk County has been known as the water ski capital of the world. Uh, it's where a lot of folks uh, from the northern states would come down for their spring training, if you will, uh, while most of their lakes were still frozen uh, in that Wisconsin, Minnesota, and kind of up there in the, the north uh, in the Midwest. But as you look at this now, um, coming out of COVID, you know, there were some positives. Uh, one of the things was the, the RV market, and the other was the amount of boat sales. Uh, people wanting to get out in outdoor spaces, wanting to, to enjoy nature. Uh, the industry has really seen an increase uh, in boat participation. And now uh, there's certainly, and in, in since 2020, have been an opportunity for organizations like USA Water Ski uh, to get new uh, water ski enthusiasts uh, to be a part of this. So what website can they go to to get more information? Maybe they want to learn how to ski. Of course, so we got the Elite Cable Park right next door to the Competition Lake where you can uh, learn to ski. Uh, but what, are, what is some of the information that USA Water Ski is pushing out there uh, for new boaters and, and new ski enthusiasts? Yeah, great question, great question. So really there are, there are two places where I would kind of direct anyone who's interested in exploring opportunities in the, in the world of, of toad water sports. Um, number one, uh, USA Water Ski and Wake Sports has – uh, the kind of our home website is is usawaterski.org. That's where you're going to find all of the information on what does it mean to be a member uh, and, and what benefits uh, are included with being a member of our organization, uh, whether that be, you know, um, access to uh, insurance, whether that be access to uh, sanctioning events, whether that be participating in, in many of our events. Uh, and number two, for those that aren't quite ready to make the jump to um, to actual full membership, uh, I would direct them to share life on the water. As we come up on the summer months, um, one of the really important uh, initiatives of USA Water Ski is called Get on the Water. And it's really an opportunity for those that are already in, uh, involved in the sport to host events in their local communities uh, and bring in completely new people uh, and bring in the future of our sport and teach them kind of a basic skills clinic of what does it mean to water ski or wakeboard um, and among many of our disciplines? Um, so Share Life on the Water is a great place to start for those that are trying to find out if this is a sport that they'd like to be involved in moving forward. That's great information. And one more time, what is that website? It's uh... sharelifeonthewater.com. Okay. And uh, what what kind of uh, – you talk about as you, you move into the summer months, obviously, then uh, the temperatures warm up everywhere, and, and you guys are having events ac across the country. Uh, is there uh, web streaming, or is there a certain place where they can get all the content? So, so maybe it's not necessarily making it to an event, but they want to go online, and, you know, we, we live in an era of uh, – a lot of a lot of content, yeah, a lot of content, uh, absorbing a lot of content. So where, where can they get some of that? Yeah, great question. Um, so we do live stream a lot of our major national championships, whether that be through the American Water Ski Association or National Show Ski Association or even USA Wakeboard. Um, so the best place that kind of houses all of that information is going to be usawaterski.org. We have an events page and schedule that is set up. And when you go through and kind of click on the specific events, uh, at that point, that is where we will share any sort of live stream links or uh, event information if you're interested in attending in person uh, as a spectator. So that is the best place to go is usawaterski.org. All right. So, uh, Zach, I yeah, have, yeah. I, Zach, I have a question. Um, earlier Chris. In, uh, Chris. Chris, I'm sorry. Chris, uh, I have a question. Earlier in the week uh, on my show, this is Lynn Erickson, Neil – 
comes in on Tuesday mornings, and Neil claimed that he was competing this weekend. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Neil is, cleaned that is up. Is that true? That's not true. You're I, too I, old to compete. Whoa. You know, I thought one, definitely not too old to compete. Yeah, Chris, Chris said there were some <laughs> um, you know, forty and fifty year olds that are 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 interested. You know, maybe we'll come out and. and you know, if enough of you show up and, and really start kind of antagonizing Neil a little bit this week, maybe we'll try and get him on the water for you. <laughs> well, look at the time. We need to go ahead and go to break. <laughs> Just to clarify, I, I understand that it might create a larger crowd if people thought that was happening because they want to see me absolutely <laughs> crash and, and burn. Yeah. Uh, I will not be on the water or on skis or anything close to that. Uh, it's called being self-aware. I'm aware of my current age and, and my current physical state. I will not be on the water. He is competing in the Polk Senior Games, though. Oh, can we wow. turn her microphone off? With that, Chris, thank you so much. USA Water Ski. Um, one more time, give us the website uh, for all the information. Absolutely. So if you're uh, interested, uh, check out usawaterski.org, where we have all of our events and membership information for those that are interested in participating. All right. I'm going to ski right to the break because that's the most <laughs> skiing I'll be doing. We'll be right back here on Talk Radio 96.7 with the last segment of Sports Central. Welcome back to Sports Central here, our fourth and final segment on Talk Radio 96.7. Got Josh Hicks, Rebecca Messina, and Lynn Erickson, the Hello. host of Polk County Live, every Monday through Friday right here from 6 to 9 a.m. That's awful That's early. That's it early. Is. It is. I'm glad we're on from 5 to 6. It's very early. Well, I come on your show. Uh, you do Once Tuesdays from seven to eight a.m. Mm-hmm. and that—that's quite a bit. I, I definitely sports have, hour. Well, I have to stop by Haven Coffee Roasters on the way in. Uh, of course, they're this segment sponsor for us right now in this this final segment. Are that, they open uh, that early? Well, for the public or for me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was I, just trying to find a, a shameful way, way to. He? Uh, no, he doesn't have it that way. It was a shameful plug. Yeah, it was well, a, it's, it's a okay. transition. It's I think okay. It was a plug, it's okay honestly. that you feel that way, though, because you know, based on all of the no, events that you're responsible for bringing to he Polk does County this every week, we as we as an organization, no, 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 team effort. He's the boss, isn't he? That's still yeah, not no, true. I'm a boss. I'm not the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jackson is the boss. I thought Bruce Springsteen was the boss. <laughs> <laughs> We should go back to the office and ask that uh, tomorrow. Oh, but, no, uh, no. I, I like my No, let's, let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the Florida Tropics forced, well, fortunately, they forced a third and final game in the Major Arena Soccer League Easter Conference semifinals, but they lost 13 to 13. Oof. That's a big one. I need some, I think there's a smudge in my readers. Uh, it looked like a one. Three to two in the 15-minute knockout, so the Florida Tropics season's over, right, Becky? Yeah, they lost to Baltimore. I hate Baltimore. <laughs> well, okay, well, first of all, we're not going to use the word hate. <laughs> I strongly okay. dislike Baltimore. Why? I, just everything about it. You can hate them, Becky. It's I don't okay. like the Ravens. I don't like Baltimore Blast. We've struck I don't a like nerve. The yeah, something, something's deep rooted on this. One. I mean, I hate the Stankies. She must Stankies have an ex-boyfriend and, and from there or something. I hate Actually, the Stankies and the Red Sox. So. He he does hate the. He yeah. has nicknames for the uh, the Yankees and uh, the Stankies and then uh, Boston Communists. The Communists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well. That's might be worse I mean, than hate. Red, the Red Sox get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. I mean, yeah. can't they be clean like the 
white stockings? Yeah. <laughs> no. I like that. As a cubby, I'm You're actually there. incredibly correct. I do have an ex-boyfriend from Baltimore. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> it all makes sense. Nailed it. <laughs> it Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I was stationed in the Army with a guy from Baltimore. His name was Joseph Blow, for real. His okay. Name, his, Did he have a nickname? His last name was Blow, and his parents named him Joseph. Uh, I, so, Joe Blow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's easy. Is that true? It is true. Mm. I mean, I want to believe you. <laughs> it's true. But I also listen to your show every day, so. As sure as I'm sitting here, it is a true story. He was stationed with me at the 1st of the 15th Field Artillery Battalion at Camp Stanley, Korea. Well, you can't make that up. No, you can't. I don't think he'd lie to us. And as always, thank you for your service. He was a medic. Yes. Uh, along with me. So. All right. We were both uh, worked at the battalion, battalion aid station. Hmm. <laughs> what? I was trying to think of a transition. Yeah. I don't have one. <laughs> so, I'll just say uh, <laughs> thank you for your service. Yeah. Well, it's going to be water skiing this weekend. Uh, we just talked to Chris from USA Water Ski mm. about the uh, the uh, City Fest. Uh, Auburndale's going to have that going on, and then the Wake Fest uh, also is part of that there at the new Championship Ski, ski Lake at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park, uh, of course, right next door to the Elite Cable Park. So if you're coming into Lake Myrtle, you don't necessarily want to enter from the Berkeley side of things. Uh, come down Denton. There's a brand-new big sign there that says Lake Myrtle because that road actually connects all the way through the park now. Yep, it's a new, new road. It's very nice. It's hard to... Remember that it's there, but it is nice once you do. I take it all that. the time. Yeah. Of course, I've been checking the lake level. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'll be ready to go uh, ready for to this go. weekend. But also this weekend, the Cypress Gardens Water Ski mm. Show or team will be putting on their show. That's 5 p.m. Lake Silver uh, in Winter Haven uh, at the Martin Luther King Park. And, of course, uh, technically, you know, last year we were talking about the 100th anniversary of the sport. This is the water ski capital of the world. It started... We started in January of last year, uh, but really the birthday was, kickoff was July. Mm. So we're really going to extend that to this July. So it's a continuation of the 100th anniversary of the sport of water skiing. Uh, you definitely want to check that out. Um, they do a great job. Yeah, yeah we, have a, we have a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Uh, we, looks like we have the YBOA Tournament of Champions at the Arbondale Community Center. That's going to be taking place on Saturday and Sunday. You know, Jack Love and his guys at, at YBOA do a great job. It's going to be some, uh, you know, every weekend that a YBOA tournament's in town, there's some good talent. But with this being the Tournament of Champions, there should be some uh, some serious competition. Hmm. You still awake over there? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we got a wrestling event coming up. Uh, yeah, Tyrant Wrestling, Poseidon Duels, and I think that's supposed – is that supposed to say open? <laughs> I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Advent Health. Yeah, it's at Advent Health Fieldhouse. Um, about 300 participants coming in for that. So We already mentioned uh, at the RP Funding Center, we have the FHSA Boys Weightlifting State Championships here. Do you know we have more than 25% of all FHSA state championships in Polk County? That's a, that doesn't just happen. That's building relationships and, and maintaining those relationships yeah. over years. Yeah, that's a that's a huge shout-out to Dan Talbot and, and the relationships that we have with him and some of the stuff that he's brought to us. It uh, it helps him and helps us, so we, we love it. Well, some might say that it's not fair for the athletes right here in Polk County, but I think if you take the whole state into consideration, having it in Polk County makes a whole lot of sense. Well, sure. It, it's and, central to 
you know, if the people, if somebody has to come from Pensacola or Miami. Yeah, it's centrally uh, located. Yeah. You can pull it all. And I'd, right. I'd even make an argument for the Polk County athletes. I think it, it helps out their families where sure. only mom and dad may be able to go to well, in Miami now. Aunt, uncle, everybody can come in, in full support yeah. for our boys and awesome. girls. And there's no guarantee, whatever your accommodation is, wherever you travel to, sleeps the same as your, your own bed. Mm. So now, I'm with you, Josh. It's, you advantage. sleep in your own bed and mm. you, you haven't messed up your neck or you haven't you know got a bad back or something like that of course as four 40 year olds becky you have to worry about <laughs> such things maybe you don't but uh <laughs> we also have a twirling event i, I want to point this out that's going to be i think the 21st through the 23rd um diversifying that portfolio mm. you know um it's not just baseball it's not just softball it's not just football it's it's diversifying mm. bringing in those events that are going to kind of be impactful all over Polk County Catch those um, other niches. to create those jobs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Twirling uh, events are super cool. My friend twirled for Florida State. Really? She was a majorette. Well, was she on the on the field during the football games, like with the, the, yeah, the with ones the that they, they put on fire? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll show get, you a picture. Can we get her at the yeah. All Sports Awards? That would be awesome. I, I can send her an invite. Do you want her to come? I can't wait to make that phone call to the director of RP funding, uh, Tony Camarillo, <laughs> and say, I've got an idea. <laughs> How how her, tall is the ceiling in the, the exhibit have, hall? You can have two. Her sister twirls two for UCF. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Becky Becky will just be there with the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. On, 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 <laughs> no, I'm on standby. Am I the only one, one that loves this idea? I, I think it's fantastic. I think we should do it. Yeah. I'll text her. It's all about and you know expanding that experience. For real, well, it'd be experience <laughs> if the ceiling was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> well, real quick. Uh, Wait, what, what would the headline be? <laughs> RP funding gone in flames. No. What? No. No. What is no. wrong with you? This is Central Florida set the RP funding center on fire yesterday. Yeah, you're the one that does the the news break for all yeah. the uh, stations here at Hall Communications. Yes. So go ahead. What does that sound like? Well, I just did it. Oh, <laughs> did you not hear? I was trying to build it up, but you mm. already. Uh... Polk County sports are on fire this year. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, there is he. <laughs> well, the theme of the All Sports Awards, June thirteenth, RP funding is uh, Polk County, where sports takes center stage. Mm. Oh, look at that. Where fire takes center stage. <laughs> now, is that? Uh, uh, it's already sold out, right? It's uh, well, no, it no? it because the way so the Hall of Fame's already been announced, mm. um, and then as we go through now the spring sports season so the ledger coaches and athletes for the fall the winter we know who those are and then the spring will be announced so they're one of the groups that are award winners circle of champions so any high school or collegiate state or national championship fhsa or whatever you know classification a a college is in um or professional which we're not going to have because the tropics um didn't win in the playoffs uh, then you have the all sports awards, which aren't voted on until about two weeks before the event. So it comes together at a mad rush at the end. So mm. do I anticipate sold out? Yes. Is it now at this moment? No, but You're it's right. designed not to be. Sure. Because, but if you want you know, more, like the family people that are going to want to come and see. Exactly. Yeah. But if you want information on how you can purchase tickets, give us a call at 863 551 4750. 863-551-4750. Or, or I'll go ahead and give you Lynn's cell phone number. You can call him for uh, for tickets. I was, I was just going to say. I don't have any tickets. Becky. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Becky won't be available. She's going to see Taylor Swift this weekend. 
So actually, no, I'm going to Disney. Oh, all right. I'm not a Swifty. No, okay. No. That's surprising. I saw where the mayor of Tampa is, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she's the mayor for the day, though. Yeah. They gave oh, her the, the key to the city. What they, she they meant re- to say they was... They renamed Hillsborough County Swiftsboro County for three days. Yeah. Guess what? People are doing crazy stuff. Guess what? Guess what? what? Everybody? Everybody listening? Mm. I'm not talking about Taylor Swift, so we're going to go ahead and go to the end of the show because <laughs> I am not going to... Absolutely not. She might be great. I can sing you a song. Oh, absolutely uh, uh, not. Uh, what if it's Ave Maria? <laughs> Visit CentralFlorida.org, <laughs> CentralFloridaSports.com for a full listing of events going on this weekend. Don't forget to go out to the City Fest and Wake Fest at the Lake Marl Sports Park. For Lynn Erickson, for Rebecca Messina, Josh Hicks, I'm Neil Duncan. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week.